Hello and welcome everyone to episode two of Project Tech Gaming Podcast, where we talk about topics in the gaming slash tech industry every Thursdays. I'm your host for the week, Kelvin, and joining me every week is co-host Robert Garcia. How you doing, dude? I'm doing okay, man. Just uh, excited for another episode of Project Tech Gaming. Uh, second episode. It's uh, pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's weird that this was just a kind of like a pipe dream, and now we're actually uh, getting our feet wet and getting it done. So that's that's super exciting. So, a couple things. One, you sound pretty good. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Why do you sound pretty good though? Um, we just kind of overhauled our whole like microphone setup. Um, yep. So yeah, it was. It was so it, compared to the first episode, I feel like this episode is going to sound amazing. Like we, we sound like you sound great. You know what I mean? Um, and we, we upgraded our headphones, which are, are, you know, our mic. So that was, that was definitely something that we had to do. In case uh, you guys so, are wondering what kind of mic it is, uh, it is yep. the Rode podcaster mic. Highly recommend it. Yeah. So. This guy right here. Hold up. Find it. Oh, oh, Kelvin's showing the box here. There Boom. we go. Pod mic. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's for like a hundred bucks, right? Uh, so it's, it's really, it's really not that, um, not that bad if you want to get into something like this, but yeah, so I'm excited for this, especially, you know, having our voices enhanced a little bit better now. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot to talk about. We are recording right now on Sunday, um, but we'll try to get back to our Thursday routine. Um, this was just kind of like life kind of hitting us right now. So we're kind of a little bit off track a little bit, but we'll get started. Um, for the topics for today. Uh, let me pull this up real quick here. Uh, we have a couple things. We have the uh, Resident Evil showcase that happened uh, a couple days ago. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Hitman 3 reviews um, and uh, just kind of like our insight on that and what we think about Hitman in general. Um, topic number three is going to be Razor's gaming chair and face mask. We'll get into that in a little bit. Topic number four, uh, Pokemon cards set sell for $400,000. Jesus Christ. And then topic number five, <laughs> Xbox Live pricing. So we'll talk, we'll get into all of that. Um, in the meantime, we'll start with the first topic, or not topic per se, but like play of the week, right? So Rob, I think it's your turn to kind of get into the play of the week. So you've been playing rem What Remains of Eden Finch, is that correct? Yep, the name of the game is uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Edith. Yeah, gotcha. and just just to review the play of the the week, um, it's basically every week we try a different game, uh, just any game that we've never tried before, right? And we basically we don't look at reviews, nothing like that. We kind of go into a blind, and we give our impressions about that game that we played. Uh, yep. So I tried out What Remains of Edith, Edith Finch. Uh, this game is currently on the uh, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it's free on there, so if you have that, it's there to play, and I highly recommend it. So I'll start okay. off with how the what kind of game it is. It's a yeah, it's an action adventure game. Okay, and you play as this girl who is returning to her family's estate on an island. Third or first person? This is a first person game. Okay, um, as far as like the graphics go, the kind of art style, it's more of like a cartoonish feel to it if you ever played gone home it's very similar to that game okay have you ever played i've gone not home? I, I i've seen some of it it's like a couple hour game it's like three hours of it, it the game's it's super short. short it's like two to four yeah. hours you could get it done in like a night if you wanted to right 
Um, but basically, this game isn't like an action, like super high pace. It's it's almost like a story. You're, you're reading a almost like you're reading a book. Okay. But you're playing through that book. Okay. Um, there's only like two controls in the game. You move. Okay. And and the right trigger, if you're on controller, is the uh, I would imagine it's right click, um, keyboard and mouse, um, is the action button. So this is what you use to turn doors, to turn keys, to just um, interact with the environment. Super okay. simple game. So right off the jump, I appreciated that. You know, all right. it's not like, you know, when you boot up a game, it's like, you got to learn all these different controls. And what does this do? What does this do? What does this do? Yeah, it's very simplistic in that yeah. sense. So okay. uh, that's how you... So st- what's, the, what's the goal in that game? Like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you... What are you- like kind of pursuing in that game so basically this girl uh gets on the island where her family you know her family estate is i guess she left for whatever reasons you don't really know why she leaves in the first place okay but basically it's a very odd shaped house it's very i I, it's very hard to explain it's just a very odd shaped house it's very tall and there's like a bunch of different crazy rooms and all of her ancestor all of her family has have lived in that house okay the crazy thing about that game is that every ancestors or family members room or who has lived in that in that uh that house is preserved exactly how they left it so there's a member family was just an example there's a family member that was that lived in the house in the 1800s okay and they preserved that room exactly the way it was Interesting. Okay. So, and then they add memorials to those rooms. Like in the front of the door of each room, there's like a little plaque of like the person's name, the family's name, and their how long they lived for. Hmm. All right, that's pretty cool. And you're basically uncovering the mystery of what happened to your family members, basically. Like, and whenever you enter one of their rooms, uh huh, you basically get a vision of how they died oh shit okay so you live you literally jump into their shoes of the moment of their death okay and edith is just trying to uncover all of like her families why yeah why did they all die like the, in this manner or this way um and that's essentially all the game is it's just walking around this kooky like house is weird it's it's weird the game feels creepy but it's not a scary game it's not meant to be a, a scary game. It's just very okay. unsettling. All right. So, uh, so this is a few hours, right? Like, uh, you, you beat it, right? I, I, I haven't beat it yet. I'm, I would imagine I'm probably halfway through the game. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you already put into it? Uh, I would have to two hours. Okay. Yeah, because the only thing I know about that game, besides what you just told me, is how short it is, and and it's appreciated because of how short it is, because it's kind of like a vertical slice of just a game that you enjoy playing. Um, so it's 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 nice in that sense where you can just kind of pick it up, play for a few hours, and you're done with it, you know. But it sounds like the the story is actually pretty um, interesting in that aspect. That like that kind of in, intrigued me a little bit. I kind of want to try it out because it it has that element of like what happened you know like the mystery portion of it is like how did she die how did my ancestor pass away like you know so that that's kind of cool in that aspect um so do you get to know more about your character like as 
as you play or is it's just more so about her ancestors? So uh, I don't want to say any spoilers. Mm-hmm. You know, in case yeah. you do want to play the, I'm trying to be as vague as possible with like I don't want so, to actually say what happens during the the, the time. For the for the play of the weeks, everyone, we're, we're this is not going to go into any spoiler territory at all. Just FYI. So every play of the week that we do, we'll keep it as vague as possible. So yeah, yeah we want you to we want you to play the game. Like for example, right. like I'm playing this game right now. I, I like it a lot, and I would definitely recommend it to play. It's it's def- I Kelvin, I think you should play this game. <laughs> yeah, you know. All right, so. I'll, I'll I'll try it out. That sounds cool. Um, so you're almost done, you think? Maybe. A yeah, hours I in? think I'm about halfway done. I, um, about the, about this game, I'll probably finish it up in, man, I'll maybe another night or two. You know. Okay. So again, right. that's what I, I appreciate about this game is that it's it's super short and sweet. That that's the best way to put it. Short and sweet. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Speaking of short and sweet, um, we're kind of going into topic number one: Resident Evil news uh, from the showcase that they just uh, showed. Um, so this is kind of kind of my play of the week too i know it's kind of we do it one like you know a person a week but i kind of played the uh, resident evil village demo because it's it's uh, an exclusive for ps5 so obviously i have the ps5 so i was able to try it out it's a humble Um, brag right there it's a little humble you know just kind of throwing it out a little jab a little jab to the a little jab (laughs) to the throat there you know so this this uh demo was called the madame or is it maiden the maiden? maiden 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 it's maiden oh okay it's maiden. maiden sorry um it's the maiden demo right and it was very short 25 minutes maybe less than that yeah 20 20 Depending, minutes if you complete it if you're quick with it if you're quick with it yeah yeah um you you did watch the the actual demo though right? i watched so the saw... complete game through the whole demo obviously i don't have a ps5 so i couldn't play it so i just watched someone basically demo watch them play the demo um and get yep. the whole thing and yeah so you, you, you so mm-hmm. for a little backstory i never played resident evil 7 so that new um that new gameplay style for resident evil i have not tried i do have it downloaded and i actually started it like i literally hit start game and then i left <laughs> uh but I, I will start that and, and play that especially after playing this game or uh, this demo it got me more excited so the whole showcase in, in itself got me really excited for resident evil village um so when i played the demo it was you know i was going in there like not knowing anything about resident evil lore like the lore of it is kind of all over the place for me i kind of know some people here and there but overall i just played resident evil games just to play them and enjoy like the scenery and the the jump scares and all that stuff right so starting the demo i immediately saw how amazing look with the graphics um on my on my tv on the ps5 with hdr on it looks beautiful right uh every detail that you see is just kind of like in your face very colorful very just it's everything stands out right um so i'm playing the demo and it 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 has this dark gothic-y feel it's it, it, i don't i don't see this game giving you those jump scares like the previous resident evil games gave you it's more of like this dreadful fear right almost kind of like it's creepy like it's a creepy feel like- right exactly it's a creepy feel and that i dig that like i'm i'm i like the jump scare stuff like dead space used to do but i i like the the atmosphere that this one's going for right so Playing through the demo, I thought everything was great. It still has that 
same Resident Evil feel when you pick up like items, for example, right? You have like it shows like the item that you have, and it kind of, you can kind of move it around, put it in your little pocket, and then use it for something else if you need it to later, right? Um, there's a lot of that where you kind of have to go backtracking, right? When you saw like you had to pick up the uh, uh, lockpick somewhere, you had to find the lockpick, and then you had to go back into that um, that door to try to open yourself out of the the jail cell that you were in. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that, which is cool. Um, it just felt good. There was not too much to like really explain because it was like 20 minutes worth your time. Well, let's let's backtrack here. Um, yeah. With the demo, basically what you had to do for the demo as a player is you were locked in, in a jail cell and you just had to get out. That was it. Like get out of the, you were You're in a castle and they right. locked you into the jail cell inside the the castle and right so you to... escape but that's like the first five minutes you escape yeah. and then you get into the actual mansion itself right and it's not specified what exactly you're doing but i from what i read the story itself you're, you're trying to find your daughter and she's in this castle somewhere that's as that's as much as that's as much information i know i don't know anything else. are you are you that like the demo itself are you just a a, per, a, a separate person from the main character no, you're. I think you're just like, you're again. Just like, you're you're the main character of the game when you actually play. You know, boot up the game. Oh, like um, in this demo, you're not the main character. No, you are the main character. So you are the main character in this demo. You are the main character in this demo. Okay. As far as I know, nothing that I know says otherwise. Interesting. So you're now. What I don't know is if this is gonna be in the actual game, or if this is just kind of like a vertical slice of what you're gonna be. Experiencing. Yeah, is it, is it just a showcase for what's right. come, what's gonna come to be? You know, that's I don't what know. I'm thinking. And if there is information out there that I do, that we don't know, like let us know. But I, from what I played, you are the main character of the game, um, and you're going into this mansion once you get out of the jail cell, and I guess you're trying to. F- fucking leave or trying to find your daughter still in that aspect but you know obviously you get to me i forget her name the main the tall lady she's like the the main like villain in the game which is she she's pretty pretty dope looking actually um she's like madame something um so you you get to experience you get to see her in the in the demo and then you get to see her one of her daughters so i think she has like three daughters and one of them is kind of like wreaking havoc and like as you're walking through the halls like she kind of like tries to confront you and all this stuff i don't want to go into too much detail about it but it definitely pulled me in like playing that demo i was like yeah i'm sold especially again that creepy feel that it has like i want to know more i want to play more and it just felt like a resident evil game even though it changes like it's a first person yeah, it's not, you know it's not, it changes yeah. completely its perspective it's not about zombies anymore it's more about this dark gothic like demon you know like it, it just has like different aspects there's actual the monsters game. like uh classic right. monsters that we know like right. vampires and there are zombies i'm assuming and ghosts yeah. and werewolves and stuff like that so that's right. um, it's interesting that they took that turn with that um it's a, well, they did that on this on the previous one resident evil 7 again we never played it but it it just goes to show you that capcom is ready to like make this game change and they're not afraid to change it because they're i'm pretty sure they're just confident in what they have you know plus zombies are overrated now 
I'm so it's, done with now, zombies. I don't want to say it's overrated. It's just overdone. It's, it's just overdone. Yeah. They're oversaturated. There's too many yeah. zombie games. Like, I'm glad they're going into this perspective. Yeah. Like, if, like for example, a zombie walked through my front door, and I'd be like, oh, all right. Well, like, I, I know, I know what to, to do. You, yeah, so like, <laughs> I'm good. Like, again, a zombie. Yeah. But no, I, yeah. I appreciate that they're going in that direction um, yeah. with the lore. So. Yeah. It did, uh, they, they they did a good job. I, I enjoyed it. Again, it was like 20 minutes or so. Um, and yeah, there's not much to say. You just kind of like play that. You're like, all right, yep, I'm ready for more when it comes out. So I'm going to go into some of the some of the highlights from the showcase real quick. Uh, so what was actually shown in the actual showcase, they showed a little bit of the uh, gameplay trailer for the game, right? Uh, the release date, they announced the release date, which is May 7th. Of this year and it's going to be released globally so that's dope uh they have a pre-order bonus so in-game items which is like a mr raccoon weapon charm and uh survival resources packs for all the additions all the consoles um the digital version gives you the original soundtrack which is cool if you're into that uh but they also announced four different additions to the game so they have the standard just a copy of the disc the Deluxe Collector's Edition, which is for consoles only, and the Complete Bundle, which includes Resident Evil 7. So that would be kind of, kind of our, like, that. I'd be interested in getting the, the 7 one, even though you can still get the PS, like, go on to PS5 and just download RE7. But if you wanted it, if you wanted that version, you can get that. RE7 is any free price. on uh, Game Pass right now, by the way. Game Pass and on PS5. So yeah, there's ways to get that game. Um, so the RE Village demo, which we just talked about, is exclusive on PS5. Um, and I guess there's going to be either another trailer, or another demo, or the same demo that's going to be releasing on other consoles um, later down the, later down in spring. And then they also announced, which was weird, they announced a Resident Evil Verse multiplayer, which is like a third-person shooter, like play for free when purchasing like the village game, like when you actually buy the game. But it's like a four to six uh player like team deathmatch game. And it looks like kinda tacked on. I don't know. I'm not I wasn't really hyped about that. Yeah, again if it's if they're just tacking it on it's like, all right, sure, if it comes with the game, why not? But the main draw is obviously the main story and the single player experience. But why waste your resources on that? Like if you're not gonna really go hard about it, like why put it in? They might have just a does, dedicated team to it to just like maybe like throw shit until it sticks or something like that, you know, trying it out and see if it picks up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just, from what I saw, nothing, nothing spectacular. I didn't really gravitate towards it. Um, but there's a beta that's coming out, closed beta. So if you're interested in that, you can check it out and go into residentevil.com and sign up if you wanted to. So um, I'm excited for this game. And I will go ahead and tell you guys that I am the biggest baby when it comes to scary games. I scary. hate playing scary games. I, when it comes to scary movies, I'm okay, fine. I could watch any scary movie all day. Comes to scary games, where I'm actually playing the game, mm-mm. I, I, I'm such a fucking bitch when it comes to that shit. Like, it's, it's I'm, sad, honestly, because uh, there's so many good. I have so forced myself to play some up. scary games before. For example, Dead Space is one of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. I'm definitely I want to, like that's how bad this game. I want to play this this game. How bad I want to play this game? Basically, like it's so good that I'm like fuck. It, I'll be miserable just to play this game. Again, my playthrough with it, it's not a lot of jump scares. No. It's just the 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 
dark and, and creepiness of it that gets you, you know? Which so I think you'll be okay. I, no, I don't know. I think you're more scared about the jump scare factor of it, right? I don't know. I'm not a big, like, like you know, like the Call of Duty thing where, like, they were doing that was, in Modern that Warfare. That was annoying. Where the loot yeah. boxes and they would scream. I didn't like that scare. shit. I, that didn't bother me I don't me think much, any... Though. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't like the feeling of someone, like, watching me. I hate that feeling. It's awful. So wait, you enjoyed or you, you were okay with the jump scares in Call of Duty? I, it, I wasn't as scared as I would be. It was like, just annoying. It was for, little. It was obnoxious as fuck. You're like trying to, like, especially if you're like close to winning and you're just trying to get your shit. All of a sudden, something just fucking scares the shit out of you. Here's the difference no between a jump scare and like an unsettling feeling, right? Is when you get a jump scare, you get scared. Oh, uh, it's done. It's over. Like the the scare happened no no it's not done your heart's racing you're like fuck why the fuck did that happen like there's still a lot of emotions that go into that yeah but then if you have someone just like that that scare never happens like you just have someone watching you and you know they're watching you but you don't know where they are you hear like noises in the background that's that messes with your brain that fucks you up that space was great for that i love that yeah i i love that space one and two three can Three can suck it. I one and two were the best. I fucking if I can if they remade that game, or even if they need to bring that back, they need to bring Dead Space back in some shape or form. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for uh, Resident Evil, and like I said, I will be trying Resident Evil Seven. I have it booted up on my PS Five, so I will be trying that out soon. You should try it out too, Rob. Yeah, I'm probably gonna stream it for you guys at one point. So you can see how much of a baby I am when it comes to these games. So, Yeah, I'd watch that for sure. <laughs> All right, topic number two, Hitman 3 reviews. So they came out with uh, Hitman 3, which me and you were not really Hitman fanatics, right? No, um, never really got into it. Uh, it's something about it that I never really got into, but apparently it's been doing pretty good. IGN gave it a 9. Um, Metacrit- Metacritic scores is right now at an 8.3. And Game GameSpot gave it a nine as well, so it's doing it's doing pretty good. Um, for GameSpot though, they the good it has a more excellent level design in a series known for excellent design. Uh, bringing the overall story to the forefront makes your actions and missions feel like they matter, and improvements and unlocks uh, funnel downs to past games levels to make them worth revisiting, which is cool. Um, and then the bad thing for them is just like the multi- multiplayer aspect of it. So yeah, so this is pretty cool. I mean watching some of the gameplay for hitman 3 it kind of got me a little bit excited i think what got me more excited now than ever before about hitman is the fact that i'm missing that espionage like fix because as we know metal gear solid is rest in peace right it's gone it's done i don't know man i feel like it's gonna be a remake coming Oh, I, I was. Gonna, I'm all over it. Color. I'm all over it. But as of right now, we haven't had that fix. Splinter Cell. We don't know what the fuck they're doing with Sam Fisher, right? So I need like there's some, there's something missing, and I think Hitman kind of scratches that itch, right? Would Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I have never really been interested in that series, and I don't know why, because I do like those espionage style games. But sure, I I don't know if it's just because of the main character um i can't get behind him like i, I don't really he just looks like a dude he's he's just uh like there's agent, no agent 47 i think right. his name is or something i don't i know 
there's different agents. Like they all look yeah. the same and there's like, they have different But they're numbers. not the same person. Yeah, right. exactly. So that's why I can't like, I'm like, oh, I'm not, you can't get attached to the main character basically. Yep, yep, yep. So. Yeah, so that's that's my take on it. I think uh, from based off of from what I've seen, the reviews look good and everyone's enjoying the game. Um, it has this third person kind of stealth feel to it, right? Which is all Hitman games. But I think that's what's gravitating me to kind of want to play it. Um, you don't need to play Hitman 1 and 2 to understand what Hitman 3 is all about, which is good. So you can just kind of pick it up and play. Yeah, you're and it, it, it just has this cool, like, kind of cool thing to it. I don't know what it is, but it, it's very, it, it's grabbing my attention for some reason. And again, I think it's due to the fact that I haven't played a, a stealth game in a long time since like Metal Gear Solid 5, probably. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it looks cool. I, I, I want to try it. I'm not sure if I will try it. Uh, Resident Evil 7 kind of tops that right now for me. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to pass on it because I've just never been that interested in the series. Like, again, you're a hitman. Go out there and kill people. So so that's it. my thing. What What's the format? So you're, you're, you're in these, they drop you in these levels and you're just assassinating people <laughs> you're just fucking I, I, killing people. I would imagine it's that simple i mean the name is hitman and that's what that's what hit, hit men do so but are you are you trying to just eliminate everyone on on the map or are, are you trying to do that and trying to get like the best time you can like what you know what i mean like that's that's my thing because if it's if it's something like okay kill all these people in like a, a minute I'm I'm out. I don't like games that time me at all. So that right there doesn't. I mean, I think there's definitely like some kind of scoring system. So yeah, there's probably like a trophy or something, or that's like like an so. Devil May Cry, for example, right? You are you you're probably like one of the biggest fans I know about it. That game is great. Like I love it, and I think mostly because of you. Like you kind of got me into it. But the the system that it has of like scoring you at the end of each level. I hate it. I wish they got rid of it. I don't think it's necessary. It's just like, well, that's that's the game because the game's a flash game and it's it's combo. I get it. Like it's just like a fighting game. It's a combo heavy game, and the more combos you do, the better. Like it has a a, it has a ranking system regardless, right? I just it never it never got me. Like it's just one of those things that kind of throws me off, and I'm just like, uh, I'm more worried about my score than the actual enjoyment of the game. Like things that that's what kind of gets me, you know. So if Hitman has anything like that, like it won't deter me away from playing the game, but it definitely will feel like, ah, eh, like I'm not trying to beat anybody's score or anything like that, you know. Yeah. Um. Again, gonna be a pass for me. Um, yeah. But. From what GameSpot says, got a nine. So if you like it's, Hitman it's, style seems games, good. go for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, topic number three. So Razor's gaming chair and face mask. This is pretty interesting. <laughs> Let's see here. So I guess they announced a couple things at the uh, Consumers Electronics Show. So that's the CES. And they have this new face mask that they're showing off i think it's not really something that they're making to flourishing i think it's just more it's of like a, a prototype kind a of prototype thing. right yeah. yeah but basically this is pretty rad like it has rgb lighting right and it has it's an actual n95 mask right and it's going to protect you from you know obviously pandemic shit like covid right 
and it, it just has like this cool gimmicky thing to it. So I'm going to read some of the stuff here that um, article here from gizmodo.com. And it says, <clears throat> let's see if I can find it. So it says, Razor's, Razor says the bacterial filtration efficiency smart pods on either side of the mask can remove at least 95% of airborne particles while also being easy to replace when needed. The transparent plastic section also comes with built-in lighting that automatically turns on at night so people can see your face. Like, why? <laughs> like, it's, I it's mean, dope. That, that, it's, a cool, it's, it's a cool concept. It's uh, unnecessary. That, let's get unnecessary. that out of the way. It's so unnecessary, yeah. but it's cool. I mean... Talking about unnecessary, look, it has a voice amp tech, which uses <laughs> mics and amps to make sure your voice isn't muffled and sounds crisp and clear to those around you. And it also has a shroud where, like, you can actually see someone. You can see someone's you mouth. You can see their face, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, so first thing, if this thing ever came out, ever which it won't but how much do you think it would be it's a and it's a razor product at that so it's a razor product it's a mask it's an n95 mask so they can't go they can't go that hard right they can't price this at like 500 bucks hey right? man this... hey it has rgb lighting it's gonna be so anything that has rgb in it is gonna automatically spike the price up <laughs> so many monies like just because it has yeah. rbg oh man RGBs. I don't know, man. I I would probably price this at like two hundred at most. I don't I, know. I'm gonna I, I really I'm gonna go I, I'm gonna go two to three hundred. Yeah, I, I right. Would, I would say I would say three hundred three hundred bucks for this mask. I just can't like. Don't get me wrong. If if they came out with this in in real life, would I would I be interested a little bit? I would kind of want it, but I'm not gonna buy it for sure. It's just you'd, one of those. You'd have to like, probably charge your mask. You might have to. You might because, have to charge it. Like, because, yeah. How other? How other way are are you gonna yeah. have that RGB? You know. And the the voice application thing. The voice application. I, it's cool. You know what I mean. But again, this is just unnecessary. Unnecessary. Now they also have something about the gaming chair, which I don't see much about here. Um, do you have any information on that, Rob? It yeah, just, I mean, it's just basically like, think of uh, and Grandma. I don't know if you watched the movie Grandma's Boy. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. And that the, the one, oh, that uh, the one boss of the of the company, he's like in that like giant chair of like the screens and the, the chair yeah. rotates and like, um, basically it's just like a gaming chair of like the racing mechanic, like a racing chair all in one. Um, yeah. It's, I see. I see the picture now. Okay. Yeah. It has how many screens does it have? Three or is it two? It looks like one full screen, but it's it one wraps, one giant screen. But it wraps around the the chair. Oh yes, it is one. It's a curved like trans. Yeah. It almost looks like transparent. The screen, right? So, so um, it look. It reminds you of, like a cockpit. Um. So I have here a little piece. It says the centerpiece of it's called Project Brooklyn. It's a massive sixty-inch rollable OLED display that is pos uh, positioned so that it wraps around a user's head like a cockpit, delivering a full one eighty-degree panoramic view. It looks pretty dope. Again, unnecessary. But it's probably going to be if if it's a concept art right now, but they're looking at eighty seven thousand, which is yeah, no yeah, thank you. that's yeah. not not yeah, yeah just that's, not feasible that's for wild. most for most gamers. Um, but that's wild. It's cool. They're thinking like that, like they're thinking the future and that kind of thing, you know. But for most people, it's just 
not even close to reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that. but it's cool. But but this is the thing I like about CES. Like, they they announce techie stuff, right? That we're obviously interested in, but stuff that like they're just like, hey, let's just fucking let's just do this. Like, why not? Let's just fucking throw something out there, even if it sounds ridiculous. Let's just make a concept out of it. Let's just you know just fucking throw some ideas out there. Like, I like that part of it. You know, even if it never comes into reality, it's just cool. 60 inches around your face. Wow. That's nuts. That's, that's nuts. yeah, that's that's a headache and a half there for me. No, thank you. Topic number four. This is probably all you, Rob. Pokemon cards sell for $400,000. So this is... Um, this is... It went up for auction. Oh, okay. Um, this is the, the first... Pokemon, this is the base set, first edition base set. Mm. So 36 cards in there. Okay. $400,000. So my first question is why? Why? Yes. Why is this so expensive? Well, because you got YouTubers like Logan Paul promoting. Logic. Logic. All these guys, all these YouTubers influencers are like Pokemon cards now. Now it's a cool thing to collect. Yep, Um, yep. So that right there, just like the market now for Pokemon cards has just exploded. Um, so that's why it's so expensive. But even prior to, still, I don't know how much it was prior to all this happening. Yep. But I mean, if and those base sets were probably like a hundred something bucks back in the nineties. Hmm. So <laughs> um, listen, all I know is we proved our parents wrong. When they said these Pokemon cards are not going to be worth shit, look yeah, at us now. Exactly, you know what I mean. But twenty twenty one, and these cards are selling for fucking three hundred and sixty thousand dollars, depending on what you have, of course. Okay, so well, uh, to be fair, as little ninety five percent of our cards are worth a dollar. Sure. No, <laughs> but, no, but I'm saying, if your parents were like, okay, like you say they're going to be worth something. All right, I'll buy you this base set. I'll buy this whole thing, but mm. you can't open it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's get, the thing. As get, you were get, as like, a kid, you're just like, uh, I don't care how much these cost twenty years down the line. I just want to play them. Yeah, I, I just want, want to play with them. Yeah, exactly. So like, but uh, that- as adults right now, like, I'm sure you buy Pokemon cards, Pokemon packs, and you don't open them because you know that there's a value. Exactly. So you're not going to reap those benefits moment. until way down the line toll because you don't realize right. until you're an adult like oh this might be a collectible i should collect this now exactly so you know it's it's one of those things where like dang like if i only would have kept on hold on to this card but you're just like, okay you don't know anything you, you know? don't have a shit you're just like i just want to play pokemon cards i just want to fucking play this shit and then you know collect more and you know now the amount of cards that we bent and we like scratched just because we were playing them and you know what I mean? Like that, thinking about it now, that shit hurts. I'm like, damn. Yeah, but I don't know if I trade it for memories I had. F- for sure, yeah. You know, no, I had 100%. some good memories from playing those cards and stuff like that. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. the tournaments and stuff. And Yeah. I remember, I, t- I told you, right? I went to a tor- uh, tournament one time, and this guy, he, I don't know how I managed to grab all his, like he gave me, he, I got a stack of his cards. A lot of them were just repeats or like Charmeleon or whatever, but 
I I walked away with like forty cards. Just stole somehow. Pokemon cards. I did not steal it though. You stole I them, swear bro. to God. You stole I them. did not steal his cards. Somehow I got. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't even want to think about how I got it. But I did not steal them. I know we were in there and we were. He was looking at my cards. I was looking at his cards. And somehow I managed to have forty cards. I don't know if I like. I I don't think I stole them. I'm pretty sure I didn't. But. It's them. wild. It's okay. You can admit that you're, you're a criminal and you steal things. You can admit that. It's okay. I can't do. I can't do that on the spot. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, if you got some old Pokemon cards. Well, you, you saw my cards. I did you see saw your my, cards. My, you have some binder. stuff that might be worth money. So I would definitely send that to uh to PSA and have them check it out. So. Yeah, but. I don't know. I, I I like the feeling of having them, even though I'm not using them. I oh, think. I mean, you don't have to sell them. I'm not saying to sell them. I'm saying just get them rated. Oh, just see how much they're worth. Okay. Yeah, just get them rated. That's it. You know? So, obviously the ones I feel offended, rated. though. You know what I mean? Like, when you were looking at my cards, you're like, I'm like, yeah, that one's pretty good, right? And you're like, eh, it's, it's all right. It's just like a little 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 nab here. I'm like, fuck you. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. this looks mint. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. That's all. I don't want you getting your hopes right. up that you have this graded you know, condition card and it's not worth anything because of how badly it's been. Did, so. Have you checked your cards, your not binder? Yeah, I have yet to go. Because uh, you have way more cards than me, I think. I don't know. I think we're the same, honestly. Really? I, think we're the same. I, I, I know you were kind of more into it as I, I as I fell off. So. Yeah, we'll see how much how much I get oh, or what they're worth, but I don't think they're worth much. I mean. Really? Yeah. We'll see. Right. So I'll let you guys right. know in future episodes how much they ended up yeah. being. So. <laughs> let us know. Topic number five, Rob. Last topic of the day. Xbox Live pricing. So this broke what yesterday, the day before, and it was a whole topic. It was a whole like Twitter blew up. One because Xbox decided to raise their Xbox Live pricing by a ridiculous amount. Right? So for one month, originally it was nine ninety nine. They only you know, they bumped it up to a dollar, so ten ninety nine. No big deal, right? Three months, uh twenty four ninety nine was the original price. They bumped it up five extra bucks, so twenty nine ninety nine. Whatever, right? Here's the kicker. Six months, original price was thirty nine ninety nine. They bumped that shit to fifty nine ninety nine for a six month subscription. And they removed the twelve month subscription. So you had no choice but to do the six month, otherwise. So the twelve month subscription was sixty dollars. Right. So you're right. If you want an Xbox Live, you wanted to play online Xbox Live Gold. You would have to shell out a hundred and twenty bucks a year, which is absurd just to play online. Yep. So Twitter blew up, right? (laughs) Everyone was like, "Fuck you guys!" Like that's ridiculous. That's insane. And it's funny. Microsoft came after like a couple hours later and they just revoked everything. They were like, sorry, just kidding. We're not doing that. You guys, yeah, you guys are definitely pissed. We're sorry. We're not doing that anymore. Um, so that's pretty That's pretty interesting that they, first of all, good on them to, it, it's weird. Good on them to like actually, you know, kind of call themselves out on it and be like, all right, you know, we hear you guys. We're sorry. We apologize. We're We're not increasing the prices um if anything we're actually gonna keep uh free to game free to play games for free so you don't have to have any type of online um subscription to play these games 
So good on them for that. But I but it's weird that they thought that was a good idea. So to it's begin it's with. not really it. it it depends. It's all strategy. On, yeah, it's, it's all, all strategy. It, I'm sure they had people telling them like this isn't a good idea, but sometimes they're like, no, this is a good idea. We're going to go through it. And if they don't like it, we'll just deal with it. But then what happens is there's this huge backlash, and right. then that happens where people are like, I'm going to. And you know what? This is, this did not help them against Sony. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Sony's just like, damn. You stupid. You, you guys. Stu- you guys are stupid. You stupid for this. Yeah. Um. But just to let you know, Game Pass is fifteen bucks right now, which includes uh, Xbox Live Pass. So, I don't know. It's 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 weird. They definitely did this to let's just throw that out there, right? They're they they're trying to promote Game move, Pass. Promote Game Pass. So they're trying to kind of push all the people that are still on Xbox Live to just kind of make the jump over to Game Pass. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Game Pass is. For a year, it's fifteen bucks a month, so it's one hundred and eighty dollars right. a year for for which right. is a lot of money for a subscription. The average gamer, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. But then if you if you think about with Game Pass, what you're getting, um, you're getting all those games. You know, for for one hundred eighty bucks a month, how much is two two games? You know, two games is sixty bucks, and and games yep. are getting more expensive, right? They're they're right. becoming seventy dollars now, so right. I mean, it's really not that bad of a deal. Um, it's not. Um, but it, it's just weird that all that happened in, in, in just a matter of a day, you know, like they, they, they increased their price a couple hours later, they revoke it. And it was just like weird strategy, weird marketing, whatever it was, it was weird. Right. Um, do you see game pass increasing in price? Do you think like, so they're, they're trying to push people into game pass. Right. But do you think game pass soon or in the future do you think they're actually going to increase their pricing yeah 100 percent. that's most companies do that right as um as they get bigger right because they're bigger and and the platform starts growing they start charging more money because they're getting access to more things for sure bigger studios that kind of stuff bigger games obviously that stuff costs money and obviously they Mm -hmm. want to make sure they're they get a better bottom line all that stuff, but eventually it's gonna it's gonna go up in price. Um, yeah, but I mean maybe it won't, but more than likely it will. I say it's definitely going to. I mean, right now Game Pass is again we talked about this on the first uh, episode. The Game Pass is amazing right now, and they're only getting better. Right, they keep announcing games, and every first party game that they have is gonna be released automatically or on the same day on Game Pass. It's like a win-win situation. Like you, you should have Game Pass if you're into that, um, into that um atmosphere. You know. Yeah. No. But I... it's just one of those things that was like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. But there's no way you guys are not going to increase Game Pass, even by like a couple bucks, two or three dollars. Um, the amount of games that you get out of it is, I mean, it's it's a steal right now. It's literally a steal with fifteen bucks a year. Fifteen bucks a month. A month, sorry, yeah. for a year. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, good on them, again, like you said, to change up the pricing, to go back yeah. and go back on their word. But, yeah. it, you know, I guess do better research next time about it. I mean, yeah. what, hap- what would happen, though, if no one said anything? And they'll leave it. They'll be like, they're all right, just, right, cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. everyone's cool, cool with that. With all right, yeah. Every- so. Everyone's cool with a fucking six-month subscription for fucking 60 bucks. 
it's crazy. Yeah, let's do it. No. Also, but, random thought. How are you going to wash those RGB fucking masks? <laughs> so the there's a filter. Or does it have a filter? It has you a just filter, take the that filter you just out? pop out and then you put a new one in. Okay. That makes so sense. Because there's not, some that you just wash, like you just throw it in. There yeah, no, it there's an actual uh, like a little filter that you take out in and out. So. All right. I'd imagine there's, but again, it's not coming out. It's not real. So <laughs> it doesn't actually matter. All right. Well, that was it. That's all the topics that we have today. That was a pretty, pretty good, pretty good discussion that, that we had. Um, yeah, next week we will be uh, live, or you know, we'll be show doing our podcast on Thursday, right back on on schedule, right? Yep. And we will see what we have in store for you Thursday. All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys. And have a good one. All right.